This is a film so 90s, it couldn't have been more 90s if there had been Pat Sharp having a go-kart race with Neil Buchanan. All while being garnished by Dave Benson Phillips and Noel Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Wow. Moving, moving swiftly on. <laughs> theme tune. Theme tune. Stop. Yes, and welcome to the best of worst of British. I'm your host this week, Michael Bell. Who is on my left? On your left is an idiot known as Tom Hodkinson. On your right is a buffoon known as Lorcan Mullen. There we go. So yeah, we're talking about a film from 1999. I don't know if you guys had heard of this film. I was aware of this film when it came Ooh. out. I saw like commercials for it. I remember the kid in my drama school that went to see it, and I was very curious as to what it was like. And it's... um. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a comedy about young people that I think it's best to say that the writers and directors have had very tangential contact with young people for quite a while, before. including the cast. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, very much so, very much so. The only noticeable teenager was far, far too young to be there. Thirty-five. <laughs> You've got two kids yourself. Yeah, yeah, they were they were, they were like. Grey at the temples <laughs> of some of these guys. But the star of Rupert Henry Jones was deliberately had his hair dyed blonde <laughs> to hide the grey. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a film called A Virtual Sexuality. Okay, here goes. I'm just seen as Parker. I've got 18 pairs of knickers, 14 pairs of shoes, not including trainers. I'm a vegetarian, sort of, and I'm a virgin. So I've got to choose a bloke to you know, do it with. Now, Alex is cute, but not very romantic. Really? You're not out of the box yet. Chaz is sweet, but also kind of a geek. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe I should be more like Hoover. Ever had a Jack Russell try to do it to your leg? Oh. Well, maybe not. But guess what I'm saying is, I want it to be absolutely perfect. What does that say to you? Desperate? Well, I say, door closing. If you can't find the man of your dreams, body toning selected. Make him yourself. Photo real. Copy. Wow! So that's what I did. Where my clothes? Why am I naked? Oh, goodness, so you are. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> and it worked. Sex on two legs. Yes. What I need now is a nurse's uniform, some handcuffs. Everything was going perfectly. This is the most romantic night of my entire life. Until I turn my back for one second. I need some information about a man. It was like it had a life of its own. I could feel it pulsating. Now everybody wants a piece of him. Operation Snatch. <laughs> now I need to get him back. Can you make a diversion? Virtual Sexuality, the new cyber yes! sexy comedy. 
If only blokes had barcodes, it would be so easy. This off the bat, we, like I said, we have a WhatsApp support network between the three of us. And our host today, I don't know if this is Stockholm Syndrome or just another <laughs> example of you not being as much of a, a cinema goer as us two, myself and Tom, but yeah. you're, it's basically like it's going to be, you're going to be the defense and we're going to be the prosecution. So this is not in this film. We are going to be cross-examining you throughout <laughs> as you provide <laughs> your notes. Complete spoiler, I didn't mind the film. It was absolutely fine. Do you think it's a good film? I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to everything else we've watched, though, it's the, it's the best we've seen so far. Um, oh, okay. well, well, we'll save that for the we, finale we, yeah. of the season. Yeah, I mean, we should really come into this, each one as an independent thing. We're not sort of deliberately trying to judge them against each other until the final episode where we totally judge them against each other. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's get on with this. This is a first time for all of us. This is a film I did not see at the cinemas, so I... And I did not see on DVD or what until, have you. Until we discussed it, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. In the 90s, I was just playing guitar and kicking footballs against walls. <laughs> but in the 90s. no, you were a young man in the 90s. That meant you were into basketball. That's what this film seems to think. <laughs> no, football in silence. You tell me you didn't play every week? You didn't play 27 aside basketball games? Yeah, you were in the inner city in your little uh, jersey. I, I grew up in uh, Suffolk. So, uh, With your curtain haircuts. I did have a curtain haircut. Well, a chain. <laughs> I, had the, um, I had the Stuart Lee spider haircut as well, which is very niche. But, right. <laughs> Right, well, then. Well, during the old football Italia at the time, were you? Um, well, I thought one of, the, one of the guys on this was from Renfrew Rejects. I've got a very Renfrew Rejects. I think I know which one you mean. Yeah. I thought he was in Dream Team, so he has that sort mm-hmm. of knobhead football quality about it. 90s football soap. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're talking about glammed up Dean Gaffney. Glammed up Dean, Dean Gaffney! Gaffney. <laughs> it is. Dean Gaffney, but he's gone down the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Gaffney got cute. <laughs> when? When he became this guy. (laughs) Right then, so this film is Virtual Sexuality. The film opens with our main character, Justine. 17 years old, apparently. I'm going to find out she's 17 until a bit later on. Justine, as played by Breaking Bad and Lip Service's Laura Fraser. She now stars in a TV drama, like one of those serious crime procedurals called The Lock or something like that. Yeah. Because she's naturally... um, She's... Scottish born and bred. Astoundingly Scottish. Yes, and so good honour for a decent voice work here, I thought. Um, mm. <laughs> Till about halfway through, I felt like I wanted to punch her in the lounge. <laughs> yeah. She's quite but that's hot, just though. for all English people. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's one of those ones that's like, she's the hot, she's the, oh, plain Jane in the film world. And she must have just got so many scripts where it was like, where the lead man realises that he doesn't want to get with the hot blonde and he suddenly gets a bit of personality because he goes with the equally beautiful but brunette woman. He's just got to apparently be the norm, normal person in comparison. And that's what we get in this film, I suppose. So, Justine, at the start, she's explaining her life, uh, how many pants she owes, how many socks, how many shoes, all this. You need a photo and booth for some reason. You don't give your life story in a fucking photo booth. Well, she I think it was the inspiration for the Big Brother room. Uh, she also explains that she's a virgin. Oh, my God, a 17-year-old virgin. You don't know she's 17. Like, the start, I thought she was, like, 24, 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I then like, it was like, okay, yeah, that's so seems... I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, she's got, so she's got the job, she's got the house, she's lived somewhere nice, you know, she has, she's a virgin. Eh, it happens, you know. Um, but she's got to choose a bloke. But of course, she's a girly girl that likes shopping, so she wants boys girl. to have barcodes. Yeah. I throws in a really suspicious video plus reference. Did you not? Did you not see that? Though? I can't recall. When that. she she's uh, in the opening credits, she's like. 
being parked up with this guy who's calling her Ice Queen and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And she like... mentions like how you type in a number for Video Plus back in the day, and it used to automatically start recording. At a oh time. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was so elaborate. I just set brilliant. an alarm clock and woke up and started taping WWF oh, Unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Wrestling. <laughs> oh, the nineties were hard. Uh, so she's after her, um, her dream bloke, yeah. um, and she's after Mister Right. She doesn't want anybody who's just like you know, just a normal person. She wants this person to be the one for life. So she's after romance. She's after the dream man. She can't find one, so she goes to a friend who knows all about boys. Sassy best friend. Sassy best friend. Sassy, Sassy black best friend. Scouse friend. Black scouse. Is she best friend. scouse? She's from Liverpool. She sounds scouse. She's scouse. Okay. Yeah. The 90s fashions matter. are all in on display. This is I like can... late 90s fashions. Midriff showing. Large baggy trousers. Uh, the lipstick that's like got a, col- a different color outline to the main lips on the. On yeah. The... And some big the... big hair. And all big the posters hair. in the bedroom are quite cool as well because it's like you know a bit of blur, a bit of verve. Uh, quite track. cool. Can't can't afford frames. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue tacked up on the oh, walls. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. See, I thought the person? opening bit was basically like uh, like a you know the old video uh, singles video things. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was one of those. What a smashing it? blouse you have on. <laughs> and then. Anyway, that's true. Actually, that will make sense. But again, it just seems to be a confession. Well, I guess she's meant to be like. She wants to be like Alfie. She can directly address the audience, but I don't think she ever does like to no, camera no again no. until the end. Yeah, there's not. A, she oh, yeah. she very, she plays very sort of fast and loose with the fourth wall break. Yeah, but not in any way that's interesting. No. <laughs> so she goes to a friend because her sassy her sassy black scouser friend knows all about boys, um, and she's comp- and then she starts complaining that she's a seventeen year old virgin. It's like so yeah. at that point you're like. What, seven 17? years ago you were? <laughs> <laughs> this actress is clearly 26. Oh, minimum. so this is like a period piece. We're going back in time. Going, uh, <laughs> oh, all these years ago. Flashback. <laughs> I mean, I lost mine the 17, but is it really that late? Really? No, yeah, that does seem like, yeah. <laughs> like reasonably like, average. There, there is a, the, I think there's a problem with films like this that like make people that then go to university who are still virgins be like, what? Oh, I must be a freak! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Justine and her gang, they go to the park to spy on boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is... <laughs> oh, well, that's it. But again, I, we did that as teenagers. You know, you go to shopping spy centers on boys. and just spy on girls and, <laughs> wow. you know, you just, you know, yeah, just hang in groups. I will give I respect for the part in the scene where the scout's friend yeah. literally launches a child off the top of a slide. Vaguely recalls that. Yes, excuse me, can I go down slide? She just fucking... Throws him <laughs> to the floor. Like, fuck you, break your leg, I'm watching a man. <laughs> so they're looking at boys, and they find one that they really like. Or she finds one um, that she thinks she really likes. But they also see her sort of nerdy friends, uh, Chaz. <laughs> he's got glasses, he's a nerd! Hey, did you get to catch that nerd over there? That's a jock, it's my duty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at this, God, I love The Simpsons. Look at this 31-year-old guy there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's wearing an anorak. He's a nerd! <laughs> he's got glasses. Uh, so he's a bit of a nerd. But nerd! He can, he can help uh, set Justin up with the with the hottie. Oh, yes, this is Dean Gaffney, yeah? The, yeah, fit Dean, Gaffney. Fit Dean Gaffney. Yeah. Uh, 35-year-old Dean Gaffney playing <laughs> It's at this point I came to the realisation that all the characters in this film are going to be deeply unlikable. Yeah. It's, it's a perfectly fine setup. Girl wants to get laid. 
the ghosts were friends, set up a date. You know what's interesting, actually? Fine. This is, this is a, they, they, they were victims of unfortunate timing, I suppose, because this is a 1995, 1999 film. And it's going down a romantic comedy, or at least it's what it believes it's doing. But it's going with the high concept thing that was obviously popular in the 90s. You know, your Groundhog Days, Multiplicity, just those. Yeah. It was the, added the fantastical element to it. But also in 1999 is when American Pie comes out. And so if this film had been made 18 months later, it would have just been wall-to-wall, gross-out humour. Oh, God. We just thought of what the, the, oh. the American Pie-eyes version of this film. <laughs> oh, just, just, just fake semen everywhere. It's fake, it's 90s, go method. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, one of, one of the guys in this then went on to do it very much not method, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so Justine, with a date secured at a virtual reality event, obviously, <laughs> that's where you go for your first date, isn't it? Cinema, bowling. Virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. Uh, so she needs a new outfit. She goes to the shop and she tries on a few, and then the shop assistant, Amanda Holden as a goth. Oh, yes. <sighs> no, I thought it was, I think it was more Amanda Holden as a punk. You didn't really have got her. Well, anyway, she's rubbish. Um, <laughs> she's only in it for like 30 seconds. No, she's fine. She's on the... It's enough to make me rich. I don't know how I feel about Amanda Holden. She seems like... <laughs> she made her money, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's how I she's first... She's fairly inoffensive. She's I first became aware of her, I suppose, during that whole Les Dennis, Neil Morrissey mm. fiasco. Unless, she, unless you're actively watching X Factor and stuff. What, you don't know she's, she's there? She's famous for being talentless and for sleeping with more talented people. So would you if you had the chance? If I had the chance, yeah. Well, she had the chance and she took it. Fair you know, she went... Round of applause for Amanda Holden. No. You know no. she went to California for like several years during pilot season. Nothing ever quite worked out for her. Good. She's shit. <laughs> and yet she's still more successful than any of us will. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Amanda Holden is the rubbish shop assistant tells Justine that she needs to wear heels because men love calves. <laughs> Ooh, good calf. Ooh. Is, that, is that a thing? You know? No. That's what every obnoxious builder of which we'll see later in this film always observes. Check like, out the calves on that! Oh, I love like, wear more shorts, yeah. I mean, I like girls' legs, but I've never. How's your calves? Oh, <laughs> you know? Show me them. Know, maybe, <laughs> maybe Amanda Holden's a big Robert Crumb maybe. fan, I don't know. Let me have a look at them shins, love. <laughs> so, anyway, after um, this advice of. You know, get your calves out. Get your calves out for the legs. Get your calves out for the legs. We go into a montage of calf exercises. <laughs> There's a lot of montage in this film. I'll give it that. Anyway. Um... Well, that's like a check in the right direction. Mont- I love me a good montage. We'll get a montage. Get going. to have a montage. <laughs> so Justine uh, goes to meet the date at uh, Earl's Court. For the virtual reality. Event. Well, it's not. Wait a minute. So she's going with the nerd, isn't she's she? She's going with the nerd. 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 <laughs> but the nerd's not. The nerd's nerd. not her date, isn't she? She's no, like no, no. horrified the at the idea of a date. The nerd is taking the boy. Oh, is this Dean Gaffney? Dean Gaffney. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. The nerd is taking Dean Gaffney to meet. But let's call him Damn Gaffney. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's just take a quick pause here. Also, it's not actually Dean Gaffney. No, no. <laughs> no. I need to ask the question: How the fuck are Chaz and Alex? His name is. Oh, damn, Gaffney. <laughs> no, no. How are they friends? School. That's it's what it's like. Of, yeah, but yeah. they are completely different. I think human it's maybe beings. again. It's like I think this is this is written by someone who doesn't deal with teenagers. <laughs> Seventeen. Directed by people who don't deal with teenagers. Acted by people who don't deal with teenagers. Star and I think they, 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 but they based it, but they based on things like Saved by the Bell, I guess. And they're like, well, mm. Saved by the Bell, there's the nerd and the jock and the and the leader <laughs> and the cheerleader and, and who the shopper. Love Saved by the 
<laughs> and they all and they all hang out together. Like the, they're a ragtag group. So I guess there is like every every gang has to have the nerd, <laughs> the stud. And so I guess that's what they figure. Studs hang out with nerds, and the, they, that's when they find out about the latest virtual reality events. <laughs> And which they all want to go to, obviously. I mean, at this point as well, virtual reality's come and gone as a first wave thing. It wasn't even a deal in 1999. Like, Lawnmower Man and all that, that, that quiz show I've already mentioned before that Craig Charles hosted, that was like mid-90s. How are you coming out now on that PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems... I was shocked oh, yeah. when VR yeah. made a comeback now. Yeah. So it'd be like 3D expect... movies it shouldn't have come back. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what's next? Are we going to get another number one hit from another level? What the hell's going on here? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> These people have no idea about VR and what they think it is, but I guess they're, 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 they're ass, they're, they get away with, oh, it's a fantastical thing, but I honestly think half of them believe that though, if you put a virtual reality headset on and sit in a spaceship, you're suddenly in this elaborate, you know... Star uh, Phantom Menace pod racing scene in your in your mind's eye. That, that's been made on a really poor Amstrad computer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they go for the big date, but damn, Gaffney has cancelled because he's got a date with Hoover. Oh, the seventeen-year-old girl, Hoover. Hoover. The slut shaming begins. Who yeah. so apparently grew Mom breasts works. at nine. That's, that's, that can happen. Can happen, and that's why I remember when I was in year six doing PE, and it's we still had to get changed together because it was quite a small school, and there were girls in their training bras, and I did not know where to look. So uh, we're actually ten minutes in now. Um, how many uses of the word totty has there been? Quick quiz. Uh, I'm going to go with six. Tottyometer. Am I going to be a dick and do seven? So that means any above that. No, there was four uses. So oh, oh I, I, I will keep you um, tallied up throughout yeah, the presentation. Uh, <laughs> it's a great deal, Matt. Because I love now, the with these topic. sort of things, though. So do you then rewind back? You're like, okay, here's the thing I'm going to have to do, and so you got to rewind. I just, and... No, I just really like the word totty, so I saw it <laughs> right straight away. You were like, yeah. the like... second time you were like, I'm starting the totometer here. I like the word. I like the uh, Italian football player, and I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when you're going to bring a French. I like that that's the um, that's the big prize on the Men Behaving Badly board game. You get to win Top Totty. <laughs> that's the big prize. When did that go away as a phrase? I always associated yeah. it with like Blackadder. It's, 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 it's close. It's cl- it was close around this stage. I think yeah. 2001, I think Totty was gone. Uh, along with Crumpets. No, crumpet. no one's you described crumpet. as Crumpet anymore. But you still get Crumpet. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not in just Tim Nice, but Dim sketches. No, you still get Crumpet. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like a gram thing. Oh, love a bit of Crumpet, you know. Although well, my favourite one, my favourite ever expression, um, again, uh, grew up in Suffolk. A, a guy, like a farmery guy. Really look at girl. the cousin on that. And he like, <laughs> and, and like this girl. It wasn't. No. Oh, look at her genetics. <laughs> look at the similar chromosomes on that one. Let's keep those family trees straight and narrow. <laughs> yeah. Up until that's where we like it. <laughs> he described this girl as a prime bit of rump. Prime bit, prime, bit prime bit of rum. Prime bit of rum. Prime bit of rum there. Let's put her in a spit race three. Anyway, that was Totty Count. So Justine <laughs> goes into the virtual reality event at Earl's Court with the loser Jazz because, you know, she's on her own because oh, Gaffney pissed off with Hoover. The, the virtual reality event is full of PlayStation 1 games like Wipeout and a bunch of lightsabers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're holding sort of like a... Like a... They're all wearing suits. Yeah. Japanese business. It's full of nerds. Nerds. She's a bit fucked off by this. Sorry, that's this episode. Yeah. Women drivers. Women drivers. But we'll never see any women nerds, or will we? Oh, only two thousand and six. <laughs> that's when they're allowed. Anyway, so um, it's full of PlayStation One games, and also then there's a makeup makeover booth. 
Uh, Justine's about to leave because she's a bit annoyed. She she basically keeps on trying to VR herself into looking like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. So she goes into this booth and it's ninety CGI from a terrible European music video. Shut up! This is the one plot point of the film. (laughs) (laughs) This is the crux of the movie. So she enters this. She enters this booth, and it's where you can make the perfect you. So you can make you know make your well, nose better. Ma- oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So you can make you can make your nose better, or you can make your nicer hair, or whatever. Yeah. So in my case, I'll just have hair and be skinnier. It'd be fine. <laughs> but you can also create your perfect partner. So Justine has a go on this, and she creates the perfect man for her. Very nineties vision very of the perfect 90s, man. Very nineties. Well. Very nineties boy band. Yeah. Know, very. Um, mm. The physique wholesome. is not of the current day. You know, I'm gonna make the most out of my ten ninety nine a month pure gym membership, <laughs> <laughs> and, and get as many sleeve tats as I possibly can. Um, it's very like bleached blonde, like Gaza oh, yeah, 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 six yeah, yeah. bleach blonde. He will have no hair at this point if you keep dying oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. He's the boy band member that's the crazy one. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, the one he that's going to do coke. He's the one in the mid that noughties is going to be doing the reality shows uh, on Channel Five. He's the one who broke up from the band to um, do a dance. He became a DJ and he started making dance songs. And yeah. They did I not sound. Did not sound. They did not. Sound. How dare you! It reached number thirty-eight in the dance forty. <laughs> During this process, though, I don't know if anyone else made the note. Um, the Asif theme tune kicks in. No. And yeah. Oh, I love Asif. The Asif theme tune kicks in, and all I can think of is I'd much rather be watching Asif. The only music I was known was whenever they had that uh, light ocean colour scene version um, singing it, it was that, an ocean colour scene that band that kept popping yeah, up yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think, like I think... the, cor- the Greek chorus and yeah. thing yeah so they just <laughs> It felt like they were trying really hard at that point to be there's something about Mary just by yeah. having the music pop up very, very Brit poppy as yeah. well but it wasn't um, as if later though wasn't it oh, as if it was as 2001 like 2002 oh okay oh big C's Oh. Exactly. Like, oh, Sue's uh, with the dreads. So oh. watching this now in this oh, day and age, I just kept watching it thinking, I would rather be watching As If now. Can, it's on YouTube. What's As If? Oh. Oh, it was what, are you even alive? Skins, Hollyoaks before. Mm. It was beautiful. It was about five young people in London and they had Sue's who was just... From No, no, no. Sue's no. who was this... Punk beauty. Gorgeous punk beauty. And was the... She was Alpha Levine before Alpha Levine. She dread. was the inspiration for the McFly song, That Girl With Five Colours In Her Hair. Okay. And I'll just do a Google image search. Facts on this with later. Tom. So yes, yeah. he is going to tell you a fact about McFly. <laughs> find out who in 2000 he wanked to most of all. <laughs> be the... Uh... Jessica Jones. What? <laughs> in two thousand. Oh no, not two thousand. The comic. No, two thousand. Um, two thousand. Probably Cat Dealey. She was a big one in two thousand. Mm. Yeah. I guess at that point I was into my wrestling. It was probably like Trish Stratus and uh, Lita getting yeah. into bra and panty matches. I forgot about Lita. Never that's the well, one that's <laughs> anyway, we're really we're really quite confessional with this. So, series. <laughs> we're really opening up. To this. <laughs> this is the sexy episode. So, uh, just and really, the... really elaborates into the audience with our <laughs> why we have no place to criticize anyone else. <laughs> so, Justine has just created the uh, ideal perfect bloke for her. Oh and it's no, not Paul Bettany. It's not Paul Bettany. <laughs> Basically, looks <laughs> up. Fuck of a lot like Paul Bettany, it, it's, but it's not Paul Bettany. So it's ten low red Paul Bettany. Yeah, it's ten bob. It's Paul Bettany. We've got oh. four Gaffney and Paul Bettany. Four Gaffney. Oh. <laughs> uh, Damn Gaffney and Paul Bettany. 
So some builders who are outside who had harassed Justine um, previously before she for was her in. Calves. Yeah, for, <laughs> her, for her calves. They're doing some work and they're distracted by women because, you know. And they accidentally <laughs> chip away at a, at a gas pipe. And there's a cabbie who's just pulling up and throws a fag into it. And oh no, there's an explosion! Ah! Uh, the days of cabbies being allowed to smoke cigarettes. This is why they had mm. to get rid of that rule. Uh-huh. What the fuck budget does this film have where you can set up fake, fake virtual reality machines, have like that sort of CGI for the 1999 UK film market, and put in more than its fair share of fucking explosions? And film outside Earl's Court. I can't imagine that yeah, was Yeah, that was... Yeah. There was a hot girl on the poster, it's fine, right? There you go, two million quid. <laughs> we haven't we haven't talked about Hoover much yet. This is like FHM Hoover's high street potties. Really, yeah, just a blonde and yeah. she's very big seventeen, you filthy person. No, she's not, Was she's she? thirty five. Well, in, in the film she's I guess supposed the film to be she's seventeen. 17 yeah. She's pushing forty. <laughs> She's got kind she's of that, a grandmother. She's got kind of that Emily Atack kind of vibe yeah. to her. So science and explosion has turned Justine into a man that she created in the book. No, 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 I no. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, that's so... This is where we've got to get to... I, I said this in the WhatsApp group. I think this is the weirdest film we've reviewed so far, and this is why yeah. we're getting into it. And it's I don't think... I don't think this film gets how weird it is. I really don't. No, there's more to it than it being body swap. This is not vice versa. This is not... Freaky Friday. This is not whatever that one was with Dudley Moore. Just anything with Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore Moore did a body swap film with, like, um... I don't know, like, one of those those Brat Pack lads. So, based... Right, let's go through the science of it, then. Justine's just created a dream uh, man. She pressed copy. She pressed copy, and then an explosion happened, and now the man is real. If the explosion didn't happen, what would have happened anyway? Nothing, it, it, would have, it would have been only half formed. been like that variant of uh, Sigourney Weaver in Alien Resurrection. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> See, the thing is, explosion is science. <laughs> so, uh, actually, I think you'll call that a combustion. Then, if you're going to go all science <laughs> He knows too much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at you with your GCSED. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so scientists created the Booth Man into a real person. Booth um, Man. <laughs> with the abilities to Booth. <laughs> but somehow, Justine is now in the body of the boy that she yeah. created. This is where it starts to get yeah. weird. So, so basically, Justine has now been transformed into, into her dream man. So it's the dream man's body, but Justine's mind. Yeah. So, then, so then she's running outside of the explosion, because, you know, that's what you do. And she finds uh, Chaz, the nerd. Nerd! nerd! <laughs> and uh, she's chasing she's chasing Chaz. Chaz, Chaz, I need you, I need you, I need your help. No, get off me! Because it's a half-naked man. Cause him a puff. down the street. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the best line of any film we've seen, by the way. But okay. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so, just boy Justine is chasing Chaz down the way, and eventually... Justine. <laughs> Justine. Justine. Boy Justine and girl Justine. So, Justin. Justin. Okay. Yeah. Justin is chasing Chaz around, and eventually he kind of gets on terms. Oh, okay, right, then that's fine. Yeah, we're friends now. My so entire he... understanding of reality has been turned on his head, but let's get on. Whilst hitting right, yeah. with the bollocks yeah. with a spade. Yeah. Oh, he did do that, yeah. <laughs> and while this is happening, Chaz's um, parents are discussing whether or not he's gay. And this has got my favourite line of any film we've watched, or possibly ever. <laughs> if he's gay, how can we support Arsenal? <laughs> on any level that's amazing oh, first, of all, first of all if you're going to be a crass 90s comedian about gay things 
a team with the name Ass in it, I think you'll find we'll attract a number of them. And to be very matter-of-factly, I think you'll find that gay people have every right to be into football, and Matt Lucas is a known homosexual. And, and a he'll... known Arsenal fan. Yeah, so much so. Hey, in 1999, <laughs> we had a really sexy side, fair enough. I'm an Arsenal fan. We had a very sexy side. Well, we did a petit. No, just the football we're playing. But yeah. oh, I thought we were the actual <laughs> players. No, we, that was Perez and Henri. They're they're all, oh, they're they're dreamboats. Dennis man. Bergkamp, if you're into what Beavis from Beavis and Butthead would look like, <laughs> if he'd uh... he scored that goal against Newcastle. He, yeah, he's he's whatever. He gets a pass. <laughs> anyway, so how does so... how does a man from Sussex come to support? I liked Ian, right? When there's Ipswich, <laughs> when there's Ipswich Town and New and uh, no, I, New, I, Norwich City. I was, ever a Burton, so nearby. I was a Burton Albion fan because I was born in Burton, and I really liked. I thought Ian Wright's celebrations were funny when I was about four. Mm. So I was like, all oh, right, I'm going to support him. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin is now in the in the boys' body, and she's got to go. There's a montage, another montage. And she's shavering, 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 shavering every moment of this. <laughs> she's shaving. Uh, she's looking at herself in the mirror. Looking she, at the willy. She's discovering the penises are funny. And yeah, she, they are funny. <laughs> they yeah. are. They are really. And basically, she. she and also, she she'd chosen a very long one yes, for him, yes, and she should yeah. like the Cena do the long uh, dog yeah. run huge and rod. Basically, she fancies herself. Don't we all? Yes. You've got to love yourself. Where <laughs> anyone can love you. And I've given up on anyone loving me a long time ago. So she fancies herself. And now she's staying over with Chaz. And they're in bunk beds. And we approach our first wank joke. Boy Justine is uh, upstairs in the top bunk, polishing her picture frame. Chaz is on the bottom. Uh, is that you? Because he's wanking. Oh, uh, first wank joke. Now, of course, if this were, like I say, 18 months down the line, either she would be wanking or she'd be like... She'd be like working on it with like um like white paint or something, and then it would just go flying up in the air. <laughs> She'd be like, "What are you doing? I'm just cleaning." Oh, okay, uh, then. So it's the next morning, and Justine and Charles they go to play basketball because that's what men do. Yep, the twenty-seven aside basketball, basketball games. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that's what the youth were doing. This forty-nine-year-old writer figured. You saw, they, they, saw, they, saw, they saw their godson playing NBA Jam on the Game Gear and thought, that's what they're all doing now. I've seen Fresh Prince, he likes basketball. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're all on about that Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael bloody Jordan. Them and their Space Jam. <laughs> Where's my flubber? And uh, Justine as a man, despite previously not knowing what basketball Jesus. was, turns out to be the second coming of Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> is that what she wanted as well? He needs to be great at basketball. Not that I know what it is, but... Yes. When she turns up, it's like, playing basketball, right? Basketball? Then she goes on and slam dunks a basketball. I don't know. Slam dunks the basketball. <laughs> Chaz is upset by boy Justine because boy Justine is a much better lad than he is. Oh, lads. no, you've got to be lads, not nerds. <laughs> Nerds! Nerds! We get our second viewing of Hoover, the lovely Hoover, and she's watching the basketball and now fancies boy Justine. Ooh, hello. Don't she fancy can smell his nine inches from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Roger Moore. Hey. Beautiful, sharp, wonderful hair. <laughs> Lot of vein. Uh, we now go to the showers. Hello. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is crazy, this bit. <laughs> so, again, again, bear in mind, they're all supposed to be 17. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. We see a shower of cock. A whole load of cock. Just a field of cock. But what I don't get is that you see two seconds and then they get crossed out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this was like the, how they, they had to it. run the, the... I'm guessing this came out as a 15. 
Because if it was an 18, you know, you're dead in the water, really. Yeah. So... You're an 18, about 17-year-old. So, you're a bit of a fuck you. So I guess they wanted to show, but it was like... like I imagine someone from the BBFC just with a stop cock. Stop cock. Stop watch. Stop cock! Penis! Stop cock! Penis! Also, also, it has to be said, like, obviously, the, the, the Dame Gaffney Damn. seems fairly well endowed. It yeah, seems. he had no problem... But I also think, also that would explain again a later career choice this man made. But I do think, like I remember hearing Seth Rogen talking about um, Jason Siegel, there was a lot of flapping just before the first take comes on. You would have to fluff. You would have to. Of course you would. It's it's getting that right balance that there can't be any explicit erect, like there's a certain degree, angle that it can be. I fluff before gigs and I wear dark jeans. need a flop before you go out we've got armadillos in our trousers it's quite frightening the size so they're in the shower and there's a field of cock yes um, it is a... justine is very scared i would be scared as I'm well scared, because of course. you know my experiences of dressing rooms it was very much do not show what you've got on display no, unless under the and towel in yeah, and out, yeah. teacher the, the pe teacher insisting you have a shower so everyone just runs across Boys, get, get your get head wet. get your head wet so that he's got that you, you know I mean, I don't go to the gym often because look at me. But the few times I have, how can we look at you with an audio medium? Oh, they'll see me. They'll see me. <laughs> they'll see me all well, right. Have you ever heard that great uh, Pat Oswalt routine where he says, "I'm getting so fat, it's becoming obvious in my voice. I'm like a bag of breads and biscuits." <laughs> <laughs> but like, even in like, you know, if you go swimming or something, the showers aren't like that. No, there's little corners and stuff, and you know you can hide away and tuck yourself in, hide your shame, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Uh, but this is just like I say, a field of cock. No shame on, <laughs> on no shame on display with any of these people. No, the t- they're all very well. I was going to say cocky, but that's the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was just a general mistake. But they're all in the locker, and it's all lads slapping themselves with towels and stuff. That's what you do. And to then... be fair, you did slap. Well, we we when I was at school, it was ties. Everyone would whip each other with the tie. We don't have ties in ours. Not in the showers, anyway. Well, yeah, we were getting changed oh, course, in, yeah. in yeah. the changing room. So we'd take it off and then the ties would just be whipping against I've each other. I've never slapped a lad's arse with a tie. No, you didn't slap the arse. You went across the back. <laughs> Made oh, the most satisfying it, right? It's just a funny sentence to say. But I remember there was one kid that was like, he was always trying to be like, it was one of the lads. He was, I guess he was like, the Chaz the nerd. Nerd! nerd! In that he was trying to hang out with the cool guys. Uh, and they were like, so that, that, that meant they would all just whip him with the ties. And he was like, oh, the fun we get up to. And then one, you know, there's always one lad that takes it too far. He got the belt out. He literally got his belt. And he was going specifically with the, the metal part as well. And the, and the other guy's like, oh, the laughs we have. That really hurts, though, that one. <laughs> yeah, banter. That's <laughs> the blood is draining now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, like I said, they're all very cocky and they're all sitting around. Hey. And they're listening to um, four Gaffney uh, discuss his date with Hoover. Oh yes, again this doesn't this is, ha- this this very doesn't much... happen. See what this needed was a oh well oh well oh well oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked her in the ass. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get some pick and mix? Tell me more, tell me more. Was it like a king size Twix? <laughs> you have really been thinking about that one. <laughs> no, that was off the top of my head. Off the cuff. I am quite hungry though. I, I, want, to know where, I want to know where you're going when you said pick and mix. Well, I was, I was trying to think of 90s. <laughs> I was thinking 90s pick and mix. 
mix, you know. But they said they're all very casual, half naked, or fully naked, discussing the date with Hoover. So damn Gaffney's like, oh, I gave her the time of her. The way that he acts, actually, is weird. He doesn't kind of go for a laddish thing. It's more like a... It's a shit copy. It's kind of like a... Like, like... Bob Mortimer's Barry homeowner. You know, it's like, I took her out for a great night on the tiles, and then I made a sale of an upmarket place in Haymarket. And lasagna. Yes. <laughs> I right. took her to a three star hotel. <laughs> so while this is going on, Hoover is talking to her girls, and they're tell both explaining more, in the day. Basically, yeah. And, you know, oh, aren't men and women different? Oh. One of them's bragging, one of them said they were shit. Hoover said, mm, he's alright. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I did her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Got her in the jowls. <laughs> she sucked his cock, all right? Did she? I think that was implied. Okay. 17, of course, it's blowjobs. There you go. <laughs> Next scene, four, Gaffney comes over to Chaz's house to watch some incredibly light porn. Because um, <laughs> that's what he does on Thursdays, was the explanation. <laughs> Why did you do on Thursday? I come around to watch videos. Well, you need a routine, I suppose. Um, it was the 90s. It was a different time. It was mm-hmm. a different time. Well, to be fair, like this is like, uh, if we're going to go back to wrestling and, and you know, inspiration. Always. And that. I remember I used to watch WWF Raw. Monday yes. Night Raw is yes. Raw. On Fridays, that was when you get it on Sky Sports 3. Yep. yep. 10pm to midnight. Now, did you guys stick around on Sky Sports 3 for after midnight? Yes, I did. We all did. The five-minute Playboy TV preview. Oh, yes. What memories. I enjoyed all... both of those. It was all the stories and stuff like that. It was just like, it was quite complicated form. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, was a big way made effort back in the day, didn't it? Was like a five, yeah, it was like a five-ten-minute preview, and half of it was just a story with just a little girl in a bra going, ooh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got tits. <laughs> yes, you do. That'll do. That'll do. Get two or three out of that. Uh... So is that what they were doing? They'd been watching WWF Monday Night Raw uh, and... Uh, well, it was just minor porn, yeah. It was just incredibly... It was like Eurodrash, basically. Oh, yes, Eurodrash. They were basically watching that. Um, so for Gaffney and Chaz, and that's how they're friends, because he comes around the house to watch porn. Yeah, we were actually limited. We were going to like pepper this with all the 90s references, and we haven't done that much, have we? We haven't done that yeah. much. Sky Sports 3, Eurotrash, Gladiators... <laughs> But, oh yeah, the Gladiators drink. Oh yes, there is. Yeah, where she does the again at this point. Later. I think yeah. ninety nine Gladiators was a bit over the hill at that. Oh, Gladiators point, was gone by ninety nine. This was in like Train to Win era Gladiators. Because it was, it was you bet, and then it was Gladiators. Yeah, like, that was like, like ninety seven. It, it was filled with all those Gladiators that no one really remembers, like Ace. They were really running out of names. Mm, by the time the Wolf had gone. Wolf never left. Wolf never left. Wolf he, came back when they brought it back. Did he? Yeah. He was like their trainer. I saw Wolf, he was uh, Edinburgh, probably 10 years ago, it was the Edinburgh Fringe, and he was just walking around town, just like trying to get into shows. Look, he was like, like, I'm Wolf from Gladiators. Perform or just to watch? I, I think a bit of both. Yeah. I don't know if he had an No, he'd be fine, free Fringe, people would be but, dragging him in off the streets. This was like 10 years ago, it was like, so 10 years ago, so what was that, it was 2008, 2009. Mm. He was still like fifteen years not relevant. You know? <laughs> the funny thing about Wolf is he did behave kind of like the grumpy dad of the group. He was he was, the he was always like ten years older than the rest of the gladiators. <laughs> anyway, actually, that was no, what he was. He wasn't the grumpy dad. He was the one. I always say this when I because I work in a, a big company and part of the area is like a not a call center but like taking in calls. Yeah. yeah. And it's always funny when you get a new batch every six months and it's all like these 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds and they're all being given the tour and they're being given the, the lay of the land and they're all chatting and flirting and texting and... Probably Snapchatting, Snapchatting these days. Snapchatting yeah. and... Tindering. Yep. 
Beboing, whatever it is they do. But this, so, yeah, so that's like 19 of the 20 are all these, you know, teenagers, these virtual sexuality characters. Virtual sexuality. And, then, and, then, and there's always with them like one bloke in his mid-30s that's like, what have I done with my life? I took a wrong turn. I'm <laughs> yeah. not far away from being that person. So, yeah. <laughs> he's, he'd, he'd been acting, he'd try to make as an actor, got a call. Wait, I've got an audition. I'm playing a teenager. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is that research. <laughs> oh, what? Not... I have to play the nerd! Nerd! Just dye your hair blonde to cover it off. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back watching the porn. Um, <laughs> no, you mean virtual sexuality. But virtual sexuality. Anyway, boy Justine is also around the house with Chaz and four Gaffney. And she's now starting to see her the error in her ways and four Gaffney is a bit of an ass. Boys Justine body, but girls Justine brain. Oh, I'm confused. Um, Realise that Chaz is quite a nice guy. He tells Chaz this, but, but nice guys don't get laid. <laughs> Especially not nerds. That hit home too, too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crap enough. Yeah, I had to, that was my first point. Are we nice guys though? No. 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 I, no. <laughs> we spent hours ripping on other people's films. It's not a very nice thing That's to do. That's because we've been beaten down by life for 10 years. <laughs> Save for the incel forum, guys. Oh. <laughs> No, not again. <laughs> now the owner, never going back again. The um, owners of the virtual reality booth have now realised that there's actually value in this machine. And don't forget, this is also perfect. it's a team that includes a woman nerd, woman nerd, um, who is also quite uh, attracted to Paul Bettany and his massive penis. <laughs> he does have a massive slum. So the owners of Booth, they've realised there's value in this, so they set out to find Boy Justine and kidnap him, her. I never understand what value they find in it. Well, you can make the perfect person somehow, using science. Imagine how much money you want to shag, I've got you the perfect person. Or you can change yourself to make yourself better, somehow. Again, science, explosions. So they're off to kidnap Justine. Uh, Justine's friend, oh, I wrote the name, Fran. Scousy friend is in the car and sees boy Justine. She says that she's got someone who wants to meet him. When he's cleaning windows. Oh, he is cleaning windows. Why is he cleaning windows? For that sweet, sweet coin. It's now 99, <laughs> that was a noble profession. And yeah, he's the only one of them that's got a fucking profession. The rest are just dossers. They're 17, they're still at college. Yes, but so he should be as well, but he's earning fucking money, isn't he? Oh, it's a safe way at the 17. Yeah. We've all done jobs at 17, apart from these lazy pricks. I worked at a spa no, They're, they're in London. They've got a bit of money. They don't need to work, do they? My ass. <laughs> they need to work my ass. <laughs> I don't know how to do it myself. Need someone to assist me. So Fran tells Boy Justine that there's someone who wants to meet him. Who could it be? We're assuming Hoover, because Hoover's interested. Yep. It's girl Justine. <gasps> she... What? She didn't turn into a boy. What? No! This is weird. This is a bit weird. This is weird. So we've gone from... It's not body swap. It's body no, no, doubling. Yeah, it's 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 cloning. Yeah. But, but not, not cloning. exact... Brain cloning. So how did he pick up her thoughts and became live? And why has she never seen Chaz or anyone else during this time period in between? Yeah. Boy Justine... <laughs> Boy Justine then gets hit with a See, this is why I think it doesn't get... How does he exists, and yet he's never seen her? 
Oh, well, we're just, we're like, just she's not exactly that. subtle. No. We're trying to get a bloke, is she? Oh, yeah, she does parade up and down in a. Oh, no, that's later. That's, that's later. Uh, oh, I love that scene. No, I didn't. She's 17. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like 32. It's fine. Ah, right. Uh, so, girl Justine's there. Everyone's a bit shocked. But then boy Justine gets hit in a van by the people uh, who own the booth. We'll get back and he to goes this. to the hospital. We'll get back to this. Why? We're here I've now. got something that annoys me so fucking much about this film. And that's it. And we'll get back to it later. And I've got a point to prove. Right. We're right, right out here now. Get it out. No, no, trust me. Okay. Later on. Okay, so the boy, uh, boy Justine, wakes up in the hospital and he's very confused. Girl Justine is there and she's completely fallen in love with him, even though he's unconscious and in a coma. That's understandable. Yeah, that's why some people like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you like your partners? Unconscious. Just unconscious, not moving. <laughs> no. The. Uh... You always win Guarantees your... compliance. Hey, you always win your arguments, though, won't you? Belgerstein <laughs> gets kicked out of the hospital by the nurse because she's not family. But now she's completely in love, so she decides, yeah, that, she that... decides to go to a witch. <laughs> ah, okay. Again, this, is what this, I say, this okay, film yeah. gets weirder and okay. weirder as it goes she's on. She's astronomy and witchcraft. She decides yeah. to get a witch, uh, and there's like a spell or something that will make boy Justine attracted to girl Justine. This is after the spandex, right? Oh yeah, the, her first approach is to wear the tightest dress imaginable and parade up and down my boy Justine. Was that dress made windows. of spandex? It didn't... I don't know, maybe I'm misunderstanding I, the, I the, the role of spandex. So I always, I always attribute spandex like wrestling attire. She, and that was just a dress. It was a tight a dress, dress but it had, wasn't... She got a push-up bra, wore a stupidly tight dress to try and impress boy Justine. That didn't work, so she decided to go to a witch. As a well, witch! Oh. <laughs> As well in the messenger turned up, yes. In, uh, <laughs> oh, we got to That was a very nineties as well. Oh, she was. Oh, she was one of my very first actually, because I remember she was in. She did a game show, which I don't know. If it's I think we've already talked. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. The yeah. Crusher. It's it's my go-to um, obscure. This yeah, thing existed. No, because I'm not sure if it existed or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I dreamt it because no one seems to know what it was. <laughs> Listeners, beat the crusher. Tweet me in. Because she did do Fort Boyard, didn't she? She did yeah. that much later. That was like mid two thousands. Because she went, she went to have kids in like two thousand or so, and then came back. It was like two thousand one. Yeah. Fort, I think Fort Boyard was two thousand. I think she had kids two thousand. Fort Boyard she, was has been a popular French show for oh, yeah, decades, and they reference. wanted to buy it back in the early nineties, and they couldn't get the rights. Some of the rights were too expensive, so they just went and made their own game show. That game show, the Crystal Maze. Huh. Facts. facts with Lorcan. So what started off as a, a detailed yes, breakdown of the career of Melinda Messenger suddenly turned into... When someone uh, Google, what's she up to now? Find out by the She did a thing with Ian Wright, actually. So that would be like your dream come true. Oh, one of my, one of my your virtual, your virtual TV show. <laughs> one of my first wanks and one of my favourite footballer. <laughs> oh, what a team. One of your first wanks and also <laughs> Melinda Messenger. <laughs> So, um, actually, to be fair, I think the last time I saw her was in a Nick Helm project. Yes, she was for yes. UK TV. Dave, wasn't it? Uh, mm, yes, she was. Dave. He was on Dave. Yes, yes, yes. yes. She was uh, in um, "You Are What You Eat" or uh, "Eat Your Heart, eat your heart out. out." Yeah. There we go. So anyway, um, I wrote this down because you know I'm very single. If you want to attract a perfect partner, <laughs> hey, get this now. <laughs> what you need is to get some of their morning breath. Yep, that makes sense. Because that's possible. And a lock of their hair. <sighs> and then you make out a little um, a paper cutout of you, put it into a bottle and burn it all. 
That's how you get your partner, said the witch. Well, the lock of the hair, I was just wondering. Not saying for you, Michael, but... Mm, like, I haven't got any. Will the, will the beard count as the later years go oh, on if someone did want point. to attract you? Because I haven't got, yeah, very long of the hair. And I'm not going for the horseshoe, so it's all coming off. So You are going to do the... Yeah, uh, I'm not the, going the, the horseshoe gra- looks the worst, Mitch, so, You're not... Yeah. Yeah, you're not going for the Nick Robinson. No, that just you're not aiming for Paul Heyman. No. Oh, well, I mean, I cut the, <laughs> the ponytail. ponytail <laughs> yeah, but he's cut the ponytail off. And he has now, yeah. Because yeah. he's a real business person now. Yes. <laughs> Businessmen do business. He, he now sells business. advertising to weird companies. But... <laughs> and he does documentaries where he thinks he's really successful. It's like, oh, Paul, just mm. do wrestling. <laughs> you make a lot of money that way. He We're managed to make, managed to make Tom Ford's suits look like Marks and Spencer's off the rack. <laughs> So uh, she does this spell, um, and they get, all go to the club. The club. The club. <laughs> so somehow she gets it done, does the spell, hasn't quite worked. Uh, the witch lied. Uh, just, just before, sorry, sorry, just a, a mm-hmm. 17-year-old's allowed in club in the 90s. Yeah, that was the best time for drinking underage. To be fair, maybe they are all meant to be 18 and it's their last year. Do they explicitly say they're 17? Well, Justine does. Well, I guess it was like, a, you know, first of all, she doesn't look 17. Oh, no. Second of all, it's one of those ones, I think bouncers go by the rule of, if I find her attractive, I need her not to be oh, under 18 for my own sake. <laughs> so like, in you go. I genuinely don't think it was much as much of an issue. But I remember when I first started working in bars, so I'd have been 16, 17, and I was serving, I know you're not supposed to. But we had so many times where... I love that. I have under 18, please. <laughs> but so... Again, it was Suffolk, though, so Suffolk's different. It wasn't yeah. the city. But there's so many we times... Give, we that... give him a cider in his bottle instead of milk, <laughs> we do. But it was a case of, like, there was people from school or college, whatever, and I saw them coming in. I'd speak to the managers, like, oh, they're definitely on the road, you go to score with them. Well, have they got money? Yeah. Well, bloody serve them, then. And that was kind of the attitude. I don't know if that was. And, like, when I started drinking underage, I would have been 15, 16. And pubs, if you had cash and didn't make too much noise, you were fine. <laughs> So if there's like I club, followed the yeah. law, so I don't know about you. I think underage. So call drink. me a nerd. <laughs> nerd. Nerd. I think seventeen in clubs is fine. There's a kiddies disco. They were only having pints, you know. Still worst bouncers ever. <laughs> anyway, so the the um, spell still on the fucking spell. The spell <laughs> hasn't worked. So um, Justine, girl Justine, gets a bit gets a bit drunk and then decides to go over to boy Justine. However, Hoover's come by in the club. And just the boy Justine has got his first lob on. So this is this is weird. So this is where I think it doesn't appreciate how weird it is. Is this like this could be such a weird thing about like transgenderism and homosexuality and nature versus nurture? Mm. Are they saying the longer that she spends in a male body with her mind, does her natural inclinations of heterosexuality mean that she then becomes naturally attracted to women? Yeah, it's. Or is she well, just in the head and has nothing to do with the body? In fairness, there was a scene where just after Justine's become Jake, I think is the, the male name she chooses. No, it's boy Justine. Boy Justine. Yeah. Justin. Oh. He's in the bath and he's looking at a picture of uh, a yes. woman's underwear yes. and a woman in her underwear. He's flipping back and forth and gets an erection under... The, we call them lob-ons, Tom. Gets I'm going to get my lob-ons. Let's get scientific here, gentlemen. <laughs> lob-ons. Lob-ons. Keep it science. So he gets his love on in the bath. I'm not sure to which picture he's sort of. So maybe he's bi? Is that what. Maybe, well, like Larkin said, the longer you're but in But I body. don't think they. Again, I don't think they realise what they're implying. Yeah. I don't I, think I, they I, know I, what they're, yeah. they're, they're saying. Interest, they could be saying interesting things about gender and identity and sexuality. And they know 
fucking clue about that. Because they just think tourists. You're thinking too deep to it. It's just a funny scene where a boy is a lover. It's not funny. It's supposed to be. Unless you find all erections funny, which they I do not. They, they are funny, though. <laughs> I treat my erections very seriously. You salute them. I'll put a hat on mine. <laughs> <laughs> no one else will, Tom. No one else will. Little tiny cowboy hat. Anyway, so uh, Hoover comes over and kisses boy Justine. He gets a lob on. Hoover runs away. Girl Justine. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge! Kill it with a brick! <laughs> Girl Justine comes over, but because he's got a lob on, boy Justine can't function in this all. He just stands there completely motion state, uh, stationary. Cannot move or anything. So Girl Justine's. You're telling me that he's uh, stiff? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the notes. Back to the notes. <laughs> so girl Justine, now it's a big chance to impress boy Justine, but boy Justine is in a trance because he got off with Hoover. They go to get chips at the end of the night. Good girl. <laughs> and uh, girl, Justine, girl Justine and the friend, Fran, I think it was? Yeah. It is Fran, sassy friend. They're going on about how, oh, yeah, but I saw, you know, he did kiss her, but I don't think he's like that. I think it, oh, I don't think, oh, I don't oh, think no, he really no. kisses her in the nightclub. I think she just sort of brushes up oh, against him. I thought they had a bit of a kiss. She? I think she just oh. brushes up and says something in his ear or something. And that, yeah. created, that created the lob on. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. So anyway. We've all been there. We've all been there. So <laughs> now takes get... a breath. How, how are you doing this to me? You're literally just telling me directions. <laughs> <laughs> Go left on the angle. <laughs> oh, great. Now I can't steer the car. <laughs> Does this make me... This is how crashes happen, Hoover. This is how it happens. I do remember one girl seeming to know what she'd done to me and having a bit of fun going, why are you walking like that? I'm just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this makes me a criminal. Don't bloody force the I'm, issue. I'm this is, you and this is why you always carry a bag always <laughs> things up. Uh, so the girls are getting chips and they're saying how a boy Justine isn't like that and he's not interested in Hoover and he's a nice boy Hoover now magically appears again with boy Justine and, and her magical breasts and her magical breasts and then they start necking so Hoover and boy Justine start necking cue another montage montage four and girl Justine is being sad by canals <laughs> That's what canals are there for. Being sad. They were for transportation of goods and services in the 19th century and for mopey teenagers ever since. <laughs> so she gets sad and then she gets angry and Girl Justine decides the best way to get back a boy Justine is to sleep with terrible Whoa, Gaffney. Damn um, Gaffney. And this will get this will get back. I don't so, know how it does. I don't know. But there we go. It. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> so she goes to a sex shop. She's 17. Really um, poor etiquette as well, when she's just touching everything. Yeah, yeah, you, you touch your body. It's both uh, poor etiquette and poor hygiene, darling. You yeah. know, <laughs> that would be great. A condescending. Oh, this is the guy. This is the guy who works there. Who clearly the actor is like. This is my time to shine. I'll be one of those one scene wonders, like that weapons guy in Beverly Hills Cop. It's the same sex shop as they filmed in for Black Books as well. Really? So it's not it wasn't just a studio setup well, thing. Studio where it just went, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it looks like I think it was the same guy. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like there's one guy. There's one guy that you get to like shoot pizzas. There's one guy that you get to build sex shop sets. He knows what he's doing. It's an identical setup, and I think the owner is also the um, same one. No, no, no. I'll be saying that Dylan Moran <laughs> and Graham Linehan are big fans of virtual sexuality. And wanted, us, wanted us to know the Black Books takes place in the virtual sexuality universe. I hope so. Um, so she goes to a sex shop to buy all the flavoured condoms, 
all the flavours. All the flavour condoms. Smoky bacon. Uh, she doesn't want smoky bacon. They're very, they're very. What's your favourite um, condom flavour? Um, I don't, I don't taste them personally. I know that's for the other person. Favourite flavour, but scent wise, because I used, I, I found there was just a sniff of scented <laughs> condoms the once, and there was like three that caught my eye. There was Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> Christmas, oh scent. Yeah, it was Christmas tree scented condoms, lager, and kangaroo. Apparently, someone thought the scent of a kangaroo was enough to get your lob on. They're probably isn't one of those ones that's like if you eat a kangaroo's testicles, that makes you like it's like where Viagra comes what from. What does or something a kangaroo like. smell of? Sex, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> what does sex smell of? It's been a long time. <laughs> kangaroos. Uh, kangaroos. <laughs> I'm going to Australia. For <laughs> my, <laughs> my personal choices are not of flavours, but I always like prefers to like you know the ribbed and all that because i'm like look i want to have pleasure from something <laughs> if i'm not gonna give it to her you know <laughs> maybe my accoutrements will help <laughs> and i can't come while wearing them so no oh i've said too much yeah do you want that <laughs> energy, <laughs> yeah. there's an edit point uh virtual is... sexuality it provokes back discussion so she's back there's an edit so uh she's in the sex shop she's buying all the condoms and Chaz is there obviously just not, um, not, not in a sex shop. But he's telling that was, that was a Morrissey song, wasn't it? Not <laughs> in a sex shop. shop. <laughs> Flicking round flowers like they're a gay parade. <laughs> Morrissey, he came back with an album maybe two albums ago where it's just like, I'm 50, I've discovered sex. It's just like, it's, it's a sexy album. And now I know it, what you were talking about. It feels, it feels, it just sounds horrible. It's just like, Get me a French tickler. I've been a big fan of The Smiths for years, since I was about 12. And it's like Morrissey talking about sex, and it's like, oh, but with I the don't Smiths, like it. The first time you hear The Smiths, you have to get past Morrissey's voice at first. You're like, why is he ruining this song? Oh, no, it's and then, it's then, nice guitar, it, isn't it? It took a... It took a Really? I love this guitar. Love no, this no, guitar. yeah, I love the guitar, but like when you first hear them, you're like, surely of all the ways to sing that song, why have you gone for that? <laughs> like you're in a choir at a church and you're the only one that's singing out of tune. I just thought it was really funny. The lyrics are funny. Oh, yeah, but so is the voice. I love it. Doubly I'm, funny. Oh, again, I love it. And this now one. he's putting Joey Barton in music videos. Justine is in the sex shop. <laughs> he's, like one of the, he's like one of the 12 people still voting for UKIP. Still voting for BMP. <laughs> nah, I don't think you can go that far. Mm. Right, so Chaz... I've got class. Chaz is there and he tells girl Justine that girl Justine is boy Justine. Uh, they share a mind. I'm confused. She doesn't believe him. Rightly so. Um, <laughs> She's like, this is a really poorly written together story <laughs> if this is true. Quick uh, Totty count as well. Oh. Ooh, um, uh, so was it four it was four, before? Four, uh, four, I get, four I get after, first guess this time. Four I'm, after I'm, ten minutes. And then we're now about oh, an hour. Yeah, five, but they're, they're mostly coming from Dan Gaffney and he left for quite large chunks mm. of the film. I think he's going to still stay in single digits but only just. I'm going with nine. I'm going to take seven. We're at 11. Ooh! Hard diggity daffodils. All the odds. 11, uh, it was about s- seven of them were printed on the screen, and the other four were said. So, yeah. mm. so that's the totty count. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Goldstein is now getting ready for a date with four Gaffney. But oh, it's yeah, feeling that, conflicted. That awful getting ready montage. Yeah, there's We've no, just got their faces them. superimposed onto each other's faces. Another montage. Uh, she doesn't really want to sleep or go on a date with four Gaffney. 
Um, but she has to to get back. I don't know, I got confused at this point. <laughs> um, but boy Justine, he arrives on, on a, a magic, magic carpet! <laughs> that he steals from Chaz's living room as well. It's not a magic it's like, living room, it's just he, a living he, room. Like the, the stepdad does nothing. He's like, yeah, by yeah, all means, so take my rug, you know, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> by all means, take the rug, you potentially gay yeah, lover yeah, of my stepson. That's fine, yeah. But where, the, where does a magic carpet come from? I think the first two noises you made, the... Complete, <laughs> completely correct. <laughs> An amazing amount of light. It's never expected. It's like, I always do this, because it's like he knows the perfect date for her. Yes. So she has some really unrealistic expectations. <laughs> when she says at the start of the film, magic carpet ride, going under the stars, he repeats that process. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. catch that. I'm well, not the only one paying fucking attention. called yes. foreshadowing. <laughs> I watched this in one sitting, so yeah. You wow, that's a record attention. for you, isn't it? it? Yeah, but I had to take the notes, and I yeah. watched it late. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they go on this romantic date, which includes a magic carpet ride and a canal. Um, it's a whole new world. Like a, like, yeah, a candlelit oh, canal. Right. <laughs> and it's this really romantic date. And he puts up like this sort of projection of the stars that he seems yeah. to have bored into a tunnel. Well, I'll, I'll have you know those, those, you know, back in those days, washing windows was a very lucrative, <laughs> <laughs> very lucrative job. Um, but anyway, they're about to go kiss because they've had the dream date. But then boy Justine confesses to girl Justine that he's her and they are the same. Oh no. And she's like, wow. Again, I hate it when that happens. Is it at this point that we find out that Alex, when he goes to go on the date with Justine, mm. gets sort of trapped by Justine's hor- horrendously young sister? I mean. Yeah, she's only like 31. Yeah. You know? No, 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 no. Reverse <laughs> those is, numbers. She is literally 13 in the film. Yes. And in the character. And, the character, and yeah, she's yeah. dancing like Tina Turner with short shorts. Singing Private Dancer. And I was saying that. that Joke. The, the, name, the, the face of Dam Gaffney seems to be one to, like, the director or something, where he's like, wait, this is the... But am I suddenly in a Lars von Trier film? What's going on? <laughs> I, I don't want to Roman Polanski the shit out of And that's the last we see of him, isn't it? Uh, uh, no, yeah. the roundup. Yeah, oh, but that's, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but that's the last we literally see of yeah. him. But um, anyway, so they're on this dream date, uh, they're in the boat, and then boy Justine gets punched in the face and then kidnapped by the owners of the virtual reality booth. With the lady nerd. Lady Lady nerd! nerd. Lady nerd! Uh, Anyway, gets taken away and boy Justine is being tortured. (laughs) Oh, you got great! I've skipped there's a, a there's a line she throws out here which confuses me. She wrote, Justine or yeah, she was. It would have been the worst sort of incest, but no, it's just next level wanking. Yeah, I, I yeah. That it is, doesn't sound the, like it's the most massive. Like, it seems like it seems like wank. genuinely this is what the VR machines are gradually being designed to provide us. You know, like fantastical mm, super wank. Yeah, <laughs> well, basically. Well, isn't there that thing where uh, if there's new technology, the first thing they do is just find the porn. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. any new technology. It's like but, VR how can porn, we get porn that became yeah. a thing really quickly. <laughs> How can we find? How can we find porn very quickly? Right, we'll get it done. I can remember I used to have a one of the PSPs when they first came out, and like looking at the UMD discs you could have <laughs> for videos that you could watch on there. Most of them were porn. 
Well, there's those <sighs> new, you know those cameras now that you can see the 360 and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They've done that with porn like the day yeah. later. It's like, yeah. oh, look at this new thing, tits. This new thing we It's this really cool technology, and you can see the whole distance. Tits. And all this, tits. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That kind of describes all of human endeavour. Look at this new thing, tits. Yeah, yeah. I've started drawing things on wall with paint, and are any of them tits? Yes. Right Brilliant. <laughs> so. Uh, that was kind of part of evolution as well. Look at these new things. Tits! <laughs> it's been a very porny, wanky episode, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, well, it's called virtual sexuality, so yeah. Uh, anyway, so Girl Justine, it's Boy Justine being tortured, being taken away. Girl Ooh, graphically as well, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's the most. This man. is the point I had to make. Point of contention with Tom. This, da, 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 da. this is where the anger comes, right? There is a point, soul. There is a point where um, Boy Justine gets. Um, uh, an injection in his arm, mm-hmm. and, and she feels it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at no point did she ever feel the entire van knocking him the fuck over. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They suddenly she surely would have gone ah and right, felt that at the same time. I guess it's like an E.T. Elliot thing that as time goes on, they're becoming closer and closer together. But at that point, he's becoming more and more into girls. Again, that's what I'm thinking, like this divergency. Make your fucking mind up, movie. Think these things through. What's more egregious, that or the inconsistent pace of the zombies in Knights of the Damned? What bothered you more? This. This. Because zombies, they can go for a bit of a sort of fucking running. Zombies might decide to get up and go for a saunter. Yeah. You, you don't have to <laughs> dictate the pace. Zombie walk. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on couch to 5k. There's supposed Ooh, there's to be a... steps in the... Oh, I'm doing that at the moment and I've got, um, what's the name? Got Lauren, couch. Lauren Laverne Lauren <laughs> uh, telling me to um, walk. It's like, oh, it's, it's one nice, of those ones I've actually designed that it's like, it's being narrated and then just suddenly yeah, when yeah. they to run, they go, Zombies! Zombies are coming! Run! <laughs> but that makes an interesting point. When we can't see the zombies, so and there's no one around, are they just doing it for show? Invisible zombies. And then they're not invisible zombies. So you got the zombies, usual ones, walking well, through. Well, like ninja these, zombies, trying no, not but, to be spotted. But when we, no one's around, so no humans are around, they can't eat anything, are zombies just knocking about? Are they doing podcasts? Are they just knocking around? Feels like it. And then, <laughs> and then it's like they see a human. Rah, okay, Rah, stage oh. time. All right. <laughs> right, virtual sexuality. Virtual sexuality. <laughs> Enough about zombies and um, Lauren Laverne. Although both of those were cut out of the final version of this film. This would be Knicky era uh, yes, Lauren Laverne. Yes, it would have done, yeah. God, Lord, they were terrible. <laughs> uh, John Peel liked them. You can't think that. John Peel liked a lot of stuff if you read his book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad it came out after he died. Uh, Girl Justine runs over to Chaz because Chaz has a computer and he can. And he can <laughs> You're a nerd! Nerd! Basically, yeah. He With can, an internet. He can do computer things. He's bought, he bought one of those internets. He's did on FreeServe. Yeah. He's on AOL, that boy. He got one of those CDs that you got on the. <laughs> yeah, FreeServe. Free internet. I tell you, no word of a lie, our family, this is how tech novice we were. We got one of those magazines and it had a CD free internet, which obviously means you're like a free go on. But we thought the CD itself would be the internet. Because we didn't have a modem or anything, so we put the CD in and it was like, well, where's the internet then? Come on! (laughs) Come on, internet! Poking the computer, do the thing. I double clicked it. I want to look at tits, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I want to wait four hours to look at one breast. Come on, let's make this happen. Anyway, so Justine is very angry, and then she realises that Chaz is a nice boy who's trying to help. Oh, oh he's one of those nice guys. Yeah. Then I've got your bit. Uh, during the torture, um, they both start feeling it. 
fine. Yeah. They drive, and then there's a point where they go, right, we need to go and find boy Justine. So they drive in the car, and as they're being tortured, Justine also feels it. Oh, no. And then they find the evil company base. That was quick. Uh, <laughs> they, they have to go and break in to save Justine. They need to create a distraction. Another bit of budget. Something yes, being... yeah, yeah, this is the extra 50 quid. <laughs> so they need to make a distraction. Uh, but the nerd can't do it. Oh, no, nerd can do it, can't Nerd can. Yeah. Nerd uses yeah. science? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the girl can't do it, because I'm a girl. But the nerd can, again, using science. So he decides to set fire to something on the front door. A Fine. sequence where you need a graphic to explain what a fire alarm is. Yes. <laughs> Fine, little fire in the front door. Well, girl Justine is about to jump down the window and save him. Um, the fire kicks off a bit. We should have been calling nerd not Dylan Moran, because that is... No. Nerd Dylan Moran. Mm. Nerd and Dylan? No. no. Someone else? He, he, Dylan Nerdan? No. <laughs> he looks like someone. He looks quite recognisable, but I can't remember where from. Your maths teacher? He's about 37. It's about right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the nerd is there, setting a little nerd. fire on the front door, nerd. and then it's like about to ring the bell or something, so they find out there's fire. The camera sees this fire, and then the fire goes into a truck and everything blows up yeah <laughs> apart from one lorry there's like one little twig oh no because he, he yeah he sets fire to his little fire thing with some gas and then this little twig or something that's on fire goes all the way across the car park into the petrol tank and then huge explosion she goes nice diversion no, that makes sense mm. there we go um so anyway they save the boy steal the truck uh, with the virtual reality booth in it, and then they take it back to Jazz's home. When they steal it, did anyone else notice that they killed the guy? Oh, yeah. The company. Oh, they did. They ran over. Oh, yeah. It was like, boom, boom, boom. So they're fucking murderous. Well, the as we're about to find out now, what is happening now is a scene about the perils of women drivers. Women, women drivers? <laughs> oh, it all comes linear, doesn't it? Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so they drive back to Chaz's house. And she's smashing into everything! How can we, but how can we get this big van with the big virtual reality booth into the house, which is just like a two up, two down? Uh, so she decides to, again, on a provisional license. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just use that to get <laughs> those little lottery tickets. Decides to slide the truck, and uh, the truck perfectly skids, and the booth goes into the house, like just underneath the stairs. And the parents. Don't care. There's a stepdad as well. It's one of the few instances of stepdads actually being treated with respect in a film. Yeah, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Second fathers. Second fathers. Second fathers. Uh, Beautiful yeah. chef. <laughs> <laughs> so the parents are. I told her everything she did. <laughs> Eight out of ten on the balls. Could do with a bit more shaving. So the parents aren't asked that they smashed up the place. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Chaz. Just after they've decorated as well, yeah, like, yeah. blasted. Chaz uh, asked for a soldering iron and then managed to reboot the entire virtual reality booth within about three minutes. Well, I'll have you know, his computer had a Pentium processor. It was Windows, mm. Windows 98. Dun, 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 dun. Was 98. You'll be lucky, mate. It was 95. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking just came out he, just checked. He just checked all the instructions on his Microsoft Works documents. Yeah. So he spent a bit of time choosing which screensaver he enjoyed best. <laughs> Would it be the maze? Would it be the stars? He just didn't make a choice. So, anyway. Oh man, I forgot one of my best. Did I include this in Nights of the Damned? I can't remember now. 
Like the guy who does the VFX, he's like, show me a showreel. And he just put his screensaver. <laughs> the, the pipe thing. And I'm like, how did you do that? Magic. We're so close to the end. Come on. I know. So uh, it's all set up and Justine can now delete poor Justine. But before the deletion. Justine, Why is she deleting him? Because they because can't Because he doesn't want to together. live anymore or something. Yeah. Oh, so... Because well, this is why I thought it was like it was meant to be like part her, part him, and they would merge into one. But that is not what happens. No, no, he, gets he just disappears. Yeah, yeah. And also, this is the funny thing because he like he gives her a talk at the end. So oh, this bit of light, the he, big talk before the deletion. I, I think you're fine if you were to look at this through a feminist perspective. It took her becoming a man to realize <laughs> all the lessons that she had, and she literally mansplains to herself what lessons she has to learn in this. <laughs> Well, this is quite good. I shouldn't shy from the Of course you did. Ah, that's exist. right. As soon as you get a cock, you get a brain. That's <laughs> Stop thinking about shagging all the time. It God damn the, it. It was the 90s. Feminism was Oh my God, around. I forgot about the running game. Girl powers, though. Yeah. Oh, girl power wasn't feminism. Fuck off. Girl power was <laughs> It was a marketing campaign. I oh, know. Don't remind me. Yeah. Anyway, so there's this great, there's this scene before the deletion. About how uh, you know you shouldn't be looking for perfection. Yep. And uh, oh, oh, please that, that tell me, old man. <laughs> so, boy, Justine is gone. He's out of there. Yeah, yeah. But this is what really annoyed me. We want to talk about inconsistencies. He's been deleted. He's been deleted, but his clothes aren't there either. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like I wanted there to be like an explosion of blood and guts or something. They've like used that. up their explosion budget. <laughs> <laughs> their pyro budget was very, very. But he should have left point. his clothes. Should have been left behind then. Yeah, because he was, he was wearing Justine's clothes. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. First turn, so so some. You didn't think this through, virtual sexuality. We're so close. Some time later, Chaz runs into girl Justine on the bus. Now, Chaz, what took you so long? But now it would take me twenty seconds to give her a call afterwards. But now <laughs> Chaz is wearing a leather jacket and looks quite smart. He slicked his hair back, uh, which Justine told him to do. Yeah. On. So the moral of this story: Did boy is... Justine tell her to do that, or Justine? Yeah, yeah, it's boy Justine, but, but obviously girls, it was her mind. But the thing is, that that's what bothered me. She doesn't suddenly have boy Justine's memories that would make her seemingly fall in love mm. with Chaz because that's supposed what's. If I was Chaz, I would like I say it would take about twenty seconds before I picked up the phone to call her. Yeah. Hey. Me, me. So anyway, the then they bang. The moral of this story is: <laughs> if you want a girl to fuck you, you have to change everything about yourself and yeah. destroy a male carbon copy of. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the murder. Yep. Do a bit murder. And that blow up, it... blow up vans. So anyway, so they bang. Uh, do a bit of kissing, do a bit of banging, and then uh, we find out a bit of backstory about what happens. So they went out for a bit, and then. Yeah, Chaz is full of confidence even now he's not no yes. longer a nerd because he kisses not girls no. uh, Justine realising that a fuck's just a fuck um, <laughs> get on with it essentially That's there's nice. no big thing around it it's a it great done. motto <laughs> that was the tagline <laughs> begin. a fuck's just a fuck get it, get it done doesn't matter uh, Hoover is hoovering and um, and was it implied that for Gaffney was now banging the younger sister. Thirteen-year-old yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah. Said she was ta- she tamed him or something. No, that's not what it. He yeah. groomed her. Like, uh, I, very... think, I think she may have groomed him. Come out with mm. private fucking dancer. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was the joke, though, wasn't it? This thirteen-year-old was like a sex machine and couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's not just, a joke. It's not particularly. That's yeah. not a joke. That's not a joke. That's statutory rape. So, like we, so like we said, the basic. That was summary. what I was like again. That was that. That was okay. If this film. 
this film, like I said, the filmmakers didn't know the film they were making, and that joke was the final, like, these people have no idea how humans work. Yeah. <laughs> so, or, or, or computers, or anything. So, there we go. End of the show. Everything's round up nicely. Not the show, end of the film. Everything's round up nicely. Like I say, the main thing is, a oh, fuck's just a fuck. It doesn't matter. So was a and theme. that is the film. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. What, what was the final totty count? Oh, uh, only 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 13, 13 final totty count. So, so um, yeah. What did we think? <sighs> Dumb as fucking hammers. Just... Just shit in a bland way for the most part. Except, like I said, it doesn't know how weird it is. If you were to actually view this through a, like an academic, like if you were into that's like, where you're going wrong. <laughs> no, but if you were to look at this through like a gay studies perspective, a feminist studies perspective, a gender studies film. perspective, yeah, but this film doesn't Dial. know how. This Dial's film... not realistic. You know, no, it's, no, it's but it's crap. not. About, no, it's not about realism. It's about what the film thinks it is and what the film actually is. Like I said, it is weird. This story is weird and it doesn't know how weird it is I think it knows exactly what it is it's a throwaway no, it crap it, it, film no, it knows what it I, thinks it is we know we've, we've discussed this on whatsapp already the whole point is like it's it, a bit of a crap film it knows it is it knows, no, no it doesn't it does no 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 it does no. It really does. It, the actors might know they're in a piece of shit. Yeah, hence why a lot of them phone it It's not a piece of shit, it's just a bit of a crap film. It's a throwaway rom-com. It's not throw. It is. The, the writer... Just, it's just as crap as Love, actually, or any of the any of the ones like that. Love actually is insulting in a different way. Yeah. That's... You don't like rom-coms. This is a condescending... This like is one of those things... This is like those commercials like aimed at kids or whatever. It's just anything aimed at young people that have... Young people are not part of the creative process whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, that's it. The writer was in his like mid thirties to forties when he wrote this. He had not been a teenager for a, at least a good half of his life, and therefore sort of didn't quite know how teenagers acted or reacted. That's the least other. offensive thing. The plot is: is it a body swap movie? That's what it is. Yeah, but a bad it's a, body it's a rom- swap. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rom-com with body swapping. It's, it's not fun. even body swapping. Of course, it's, it's a bad film. What's the title? Of the director of this went on to make "It's a Boy Girl Thing." Yes. Which is another boy-girl body swap thing. He was he carved a niche of shit. I was interested by, like, he's had a decent career, this guy, in, like, TV and, and so oh, forth. Oh, yeah, now he has. But he's yeah. not, yeah, but he's maybe he just got, I think he's just, with those sort of things, especially with TV things, it's mostly just get people who are technically competent and it's all about the writing and the acting in most of those situations. Directing is, like, the third most important aspect of a TV show, really. I don't hate it as much as the other ones, but it's still bad. This is my favourite thing we've watched so far. It was you could watch. We'll it save one, that. We'll save that for the finale. Okay, yeah. I watched. I watched it in one sitting. I didn't mind it in the slightest. There was jokes. I didn't think they were I just funny. Think it, was, it just know. It knows it's a bit of a crap rom com. No, that's all it is. I think it you was, guys know too much about film. I think it was condescending. You analyse films too much, whereas I'm just like, that's what we're doing here. But most of because I don't really care about films. I'm just there to watch something. Did it entertain me? Yeah, did a bit. I think it was condescending to young people. I don't think it had anything interesting to say. It wasn't very well made. That's why I was surprised the director's gone on to do quite a lot of good things. I guess maybe it's just we've all got to start somewhere. Um, say something nice. You know, what? I didn't mind the morality at the end of, like you say, a fuck's just a fuck. It like that afterwards, the, the geek then goes out with other guys, and she's okay with it, and and she's obviously going to go out with other other blokes that so they weren't like 
star-crossed lovers meant to be together forever. Mm. You know, and he's not, like, romantically pined for her forever. He does fancy her, but it's not like, you know, it's not like obsessive stalkery type. He's just kind of the nerdy friend of them all. Although he did manage to find her in a sex shop. Yeah. So, a bit stalkery. Well, were they both going there, or did he bump into her there? Well, why would he be in there? Because she wanted him there? I don't know. Because he knew that she was going there. I thought they went together. So he he went and hunted... No, because she ran into him there. Oh, okay. Well, that's not Yeah, but he had found out that she was going to bang... Damn, Gaffney. Yeah. Let's talk about Dan Gaffney, actually, because we we, we teased and teased. Obviously, he seemed to be a man of decent length. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He had a, a huge role. Yeah, Huge, oh, well, yeah, 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 a good supporting player. They're talking about his knob. And <laughs> he went on to do, and we thought of doing this for Don't Watch That, Watch This, but only one of us has watched it, and uh, you didn't really, you didn't yeah, really rate yeah. it. He was in a film, a, a notorious film from Michael Winterbottom uh, called Nine <laughs> Songs. Winterbottom. <laughs> <laughs> called Nine Songs, which was nine... Concerts, yeah, nine performances followed by various sex acts and literal were... sex. Yeah, it, was it, it, it wasn't simulated; real... it was real, uh, genuine sex acts filmed, and then as opposed to a fake sex act. Yeah, it was yeah, simulated. Was, like, for, yeah, it wasn't it was simulated sex. There was no oh, pants right. or anything. They but it wasn't genuinely. Oh, it's full penet- gen- full, they were genuinely full penetrating. Full, 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 penetrating, full penetration. Yeah, show yeah. it. Show it. Show yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To quote, always something. Yeah, yeah. They showed it. Yeah, they showed it. They showed it big time. Was there any implications? No, it's just bang on. It's just bang in. Just bang in. But no, it's... It... Have you got anything nice to say about it, Tom? Um, I've claimed um, the sort of the morality of the end of it. I can't say the characters because I find them all deeply unlikable. The actors? The actors, uh, even some of them, I've, I found to be really... Were there sort... any performances you thought did a decent job? I actually yeah. thought the poor Bettany guy was alright. Uh, Rupert Penry Jones. Yeah. We should actually give him his tune with his name. Especially if you've got a name like that. I think he ended up on Spooks for Yeah, a while. Spooks, and uh, uh, he did. Um, he's done a few of those sort of long-running ITV dramas or yeah. BBC dramas. I think he did Silk, that one about barristers. Yes, I believe he did. Yeah. Um, good thing to say about this film. He wouldn't have looked out of place as a Bond, to be honest. Like, and he's still young enough. He could, you know. Uh, what I will say is, I think it was an adventurous idea that they went for. So you're giving the... the, it, the it wasn't, you're applauding it, the efforts. It, it didn't pan out the way I think the writer wanted it to. It may maybe have done. But the concept that they went in with and the idea that they tried to promote, I give respect to. Because they didn't just try to make like, oh, this is some random guy, this is some random girl, they go to like... Can I make it level. any more obvious? Exactly. <laughs> but it, it wasn't your typical like, teenage it was trying, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was trying to do something to... a bit different. But it failed gloriously. Yeah, I don't even know if glorious is the right way to put it. Um, my turn. Uh, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it, but it was a bit of fluff. It was a bit of a rubbish rom-com. It entertained me. Um, it was a quick watch, and I didn't mind it compared to some of the crap we've watched. There was no pretension about it. It was just, I think you two were overthinking it. It was just a bit of fluff. It was a r- rubbish rom-com. <laughs> we had to talk about fluff all the time with that. She movie. didn't feel the van. <laughs> there was, was full of plot. I want to keep pulling back to this man. Or the boner. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I, I did not mind it in the slightest. It entertained me. Surely she would have got turned on by the Hoover herself. Also, Justine is gorgeous. So, yeah. Uh, Laura Fraser, yeah. Yes. Um... 
that's I also enjoyed that. Uh, but no, I did not mind it in the slightest, and it's the best thing we've watched so far. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend watching it. But, <laughs> yeah, if you got to pick, if you got to pick one that we have watched so far, give it a go. Mm. Uh, how can we make it better? Level it from the ground up. <laughs> I, I think, think you've either got to go. Sh- I like, think you've got to like dive deeper into like the weird mental effects of changing of switching but gender. Can it be a gritty indie? I don't bit... think it has to be a gritty indie. It could just be kind of a surrealist comedy. I think they should have hmm. lent more into like a, the surreal nature of the story. I think if they embraced that, I think if they hadn't focused on them being seventeen and made them like twenty twenty one, that would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, more sexually the whole, the whole experienced. Sort of, Get rid thing, of the virginity element. The whole sort it. of we're all still in college thing kind of really put me off. It could have been actually more interesting if she played like a twenty seven year old who's like you know she's still looking for Mister Right and still trying yeah. to learn that lesson and you know. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that would have been. Oh, that would have been fine. Well, that's what I thought it was with the initial scene. Then she said she's seven days. And then so it's like, like, oh, okay. Also, I forgot to mention one thing that really bothered me was that she had the barcode, and there was supposed to be like a bit of text underneath. And you'd think they'd put in like a joke, like you know, but it wouldn't. They wouldn't. It'd be like Tracy Jordan barcode Jordan Tracy. Yeah. Although that was the laziness of it that bothered me. The, the one the... joke I did enjoy is the fact of um, the first date she goes on in the opening like two minutes. He's playing the car radio. It's on Virgin. How <laughs> 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 droll. <laughs> Missed that in the... Was that when Chris Evans was doing the breakfast show at that point? No, oh, yeah, doing, they weren't he was doing breakfast. coke at that point. Yeah, yeah he was doing that whilst doing oh, the breakfast okay. shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did mind it. So that's it. been Virtual Sexuality. But if you want to get in touch with us in the interim, then you can get in touch with me via Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any of those places if you look up Lorcan Mullen. That's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for Apple N. I've never mentioned this before, but I am on Letterboxd if you want to see my uh, film-watching diary over the course of the year. It's quite a nice little app, and um, I'd recommend you give it a chance, and you can follow me and see what I've been watching as the days and weeks and years go on. I have a post box, and you can send me stuff if you want to, but you have to find the address, and I'm moving soon, so good luck. Uh, but if you want to find Moving me on... back to Suffolk? No, unfortunately not. If only. That would be the dream. Yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at MichaelWell86. If you want to find us collectively, uh, it's on Facebook and Twitter under... B-O-W-O-B pod. Bob pod. There we go. And uh, Tom, where can we find you? Apart from, you know, crying in bushes. <laughs> Oh, you know me too well. Um, talking to weird people. I'm at the Twitch. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the usual haunts. Uh, just look for Tom Hodkinson. Tom spelt T H O M because fuck you, I can do. That. Um, uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. And we have been criticising something that got made. They had to get money. They got cast. They got written. They, they filmed it nicely. Special effects. All oh, explosions. Yeah. <laughs> we did that. Um, to kind of summarise, this week I was on a train. I saw a girl in front of me in between the gap and she was on Tinder. Uh, I think we came in Tinder, fair enough. And then she was flicking through to people and was, okay, cancel, cancel, like, like, like. Then I saw my face. Didn't even get a second glance, just straight away. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Get rid of this monster immediately. Well, she was cancelling the ones after that for fear. Like I told you, mate, you should have gone and tapped her on the shoulder what? and your problem being. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Bloody Bruce Willis. I'm no action hero. I sat back and felt bad about myself. I think she might have taken that in good humour. No, that's terrible. No, well, actually, no, she would have thought, why are you looking over my shoulder? Because it was just in the like, gap. How close were you to her? Well, it's the gap in between the, the seats and the train. Okay. And I could just see. She was okay, yeah. 
middle of it. Yeah, I can't yeah, do that. Can't do or that. just cough loud. <clears throat> oh shit, the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not uh, good enough for you, eh? <laughs> nobody needs to see that in, in live, yeah. you know, in live form. She didn't even look at all the pictures. She's like, no. Though. Theme tune! <laughs>